ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. It's another great day here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. I am Matt McJunkins. Right across this long table from me is the Matty Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? Good, John. What's up? And, oh, man. I don't know. It is 2021. It is. It's. I'm so glad because mm. it's just like just opportunity. Yeah. You know, out with the old, in with the new. And in here to help us with the new is none other than the Stuttgart Carl Spears. What's up, fellas? How are y'all? Good. Did y'all have a good holiday? I did. It was great. Yeah. Didn't do much. Did Santa Claus bring you anything, Carl? No. Brought the kids everything. Shocker. <laughs> Big shocker. <laughs> Love got the cold. To, got to watch a lot of football. Yeah. A lot yeah. of ball games. Yeah. Got was... to not see some football that I wanted to see. Mm. There were some good games. There was. There was, uh, you know, we typically start the show off with a little hog talk with uh, football, you know, but with it, you know, us missing our game because of COVID, we don't have it. So we just have to talk about other stuff. We can talk a little bit about basketball, yeah. though, cause, uh, and we'll get to that in a little bit because uh, a lot to be excited about as a Razorback basketball fan. Uh, Maddie, your favorite bowl game you've seen? I'm probably going to say my favorite one that I watched was, man, there were some good ones. I'm going to say probably Texas A&M, North Carolina. Uh, excellent one, man. Yeah. That was a good game. Good ball uh, game. So, my, I had two of them that, other than that, that was a great one. Uh, and I didn't get to see a lot of it, but my favorite two probably, are the Georgia game. Well, Cincinnati was mm, – That was mine. That, that was, was my pick there. That, that was a good one there. But then uh, the Army game. Yeah. Who did they play? I just went blank. I can't remember who they played, but uh, they took they they replaced uh, Tennessee in the Liberty Bowl. And I'm There's going a blank. bunch of games. Yeah, but, man, I tell you what, watching that team play football, I mean, they play with discipline. They don't make mistakes. They don't uh, run their mouths. Right. There was one point in the game where – there kind of started to be a little scuffling, and like two or three army guys were kind of face to face with some the opponent, and this linebacker walks over from army. Was it West Virginia? It was West Virginia. Yeah. This kid comes. This this big linebacker comes over from from army, and looks at his guys' face. One of them he looked over and pushed in the chest, and the other two he got in their face. They turned around, and walked off. <laughs> he was not having it. Right. Let me tell you. It was awesome. Like, wasn't, wasn't none of that stuff that went on after the Mississippi State game. Oh, oh what man. a joke, man. Yeah. Yeah. The funniest thing about that, though, was Mike Leach's response yeah. to it. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. They showed the, the clip, the highlight, or the low light, I guess you'd say, of the, the brawl after the game. And then they panned over, and Leach is up in the stands taking selfies <laughs> with the fans. He, he doesn't even know none of that's going on. Dude, he's so oblivious. <laughs> and part of it is because he just doesn't care. Yeah. He does not care. You know, I think there's an extreme to both sides. Like, if you listen to – if you watch ESPN for the next three or four hours, it was just abysmal. I mean, it was the worst thing. Right. It was embarrassing. And it was just downright awful that these two football teams fought. Well, guess what? It happens It a lot. happens. That's right. And, and, and then you have the other extreme was Leach, and he said, I'm not going to lose my mind. I mean, went to a football game and somebody got hit. 
So, yeah, it might have been a little worse than that, but he's got a point. I mean, how many times do you see football players fight? I'm going to tell you, when I played football in, in spring ball, your own teammates. Yeah. In college, we fought every day. Mm-hmm. Our coaches loved it. It's an emotional game. That's right. I mean, Our coach, coach Huckabee, one time, and in, in, uh, hopefully he didn't hear this because he might say I'm lying. <laughs> one time he got he pulled the defensive line over. And this is before a spring practice. He said, do you better not let them hold you? He said, if you fight, I'll be out there going, oh, no, don't do it, don't do it. You better not let them hold you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just kind of the mentality of it. I mean, yeah. it's a physical game. But you can also do that and then turn around the next day and it's like, let's eat lunch yeah, together. Sure. You know, you know. It's that brotherhood. That's right. Yeah. A lot of, lot of uh, emotions. A lot of hormones. Um, f- uh, semis. Yeah. So. Uh, One went as expected. The other, not so much. Yeah. But, you know. I might have mentioned it last week that this that game could have gone, you know, and I, I think you may have junk, but I just I was so against them being in the playoffs that I just didn't want to go there. I didn't want to give them any credit, even though we talked about how good they were and they were probably one of the top four teams in the country. I just didn't think they deserved to be in. Yeah, and I said this a few weeks ago. For me as a fan of the game, I want them in. I can tell you they don't deserve to be in, but what I want to see watching the football games is the the two best teams sure. playing. Uh, but watching that game with Clemson it might have been a better game if we'd have seen Texas A and M because uh, Ohio State they put it they put it on them. They did. I mean, from the word go, it was never in question. I mean, you look at some of the stats of that game and. You know, we talked about it on the last podcast about how Fields had not played well the two games prior to this coming into the game. You know, he'd thrown five interceptions in two games, and he played out of his mind. Like, he played flawlessly. He scored like six times, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, he was 22 of 28 for 385 yards, six six passing touchdowns and one interception, and also had eight carries for 42 yards. Is he he a senior? He is. He's a junior. But he's probably going to yeah, go. Yeah, gonna, he'll go. Yeah. yeah. Which, I guess it doesn't matter for senior anyway. They can all come back if they want to. That's right. Uh, so, who's going to – Who will, will Lawrence still be the number one pick? That's what they're saying, yeah, to Jacksonville. Yeah. Do you think he's a better pick than Fields? I think he'll end up being a better professional quarterback. Yeah. There's just not very many of those Fields-type quarterbacks who – Last, yeah, I tell you who he reminds me a lot of is McNabb. Yeah, you know, but is he that big? He's big. Yeah, he's big. Yeah, I know, big. but is he is McNabb? He's probably not that big. McNabb yeah. was what six five. Yeah, I think Fields is six three, six four. So, and what you're seeing with most of the guys that that, that are the running quarterbacks, they're becoming less and less running quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the NFL. That's right. You know, Patrick Mahomes is not just a take off and run no. with it. That's what we knew him from from Tech. Right. Even as a rookie, uh, you know. Cam can 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 still move. He just but doesn't much. No. <laughs> and then you got Kyler Murray. It's that's right. You know he's he's quick and elusive, and he can get away with it for now. But mm-hmm. those hits. Well, but take you, even, toll. even Russell Westbrook's probably as good as anybody I've ever seen running the football as a quarterback. Not because he's necessarily more athletic than the rest of those guys. He just does it wisely. Sure. 
he's the guy that beats you when you when it's third and nineteen. He knows how to get that that twenty yards. Mm-hmm. But his first his first look is not to run right. typically. Yeah, and they don't want him running a whole lot. No, of course not. So you know Notre Dame. Everybody kind of thought that that game would go like it did. Alabama had their way with them. You know they're three headed monster. Mac Jones played almost a flawless ball game. He was twenty five again twenty five of thirty. 297 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Najee Harris had 15 carries for 125. Devontae Smith, who's probably going to be your Heisman winner, seven catches for 130 yards and three touchdowns. And, you know, I think Notre Dame has made some strides. You can tell that they're they're getting there, but they're still not there. It's the same story we've always seen from Notre Dame. But I think if you compare them – to the team that played Alabama yeah, in the national championship, absolutely. you can tell that their program has taken a step forward. It has, uh, you know, it's just hard to tell. Of course, this year I was also different with them being in a conference. Mm-hmm. But but you know, previous to that though, nobody ever really knew how good they were That's because it, they weren't playing the same teams. Uh, I do want to bring up something, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on because we could literally spend a whole show on it. The targeting. Oh gosh. I think I turned the game off after that. I did. I didn't watch it anymore after that. And, hey, I know several people have gotten on to me about it was a targeting call. Sure, it was a targeting call. By the letter of the law. That's right. It was a targeting call. I got a couple of problems, though. Number one, I have a problem with the booth-initiated call because that can be any play. Mm -hmm. If they don't call it on the field, it couldn't be any more easily seen than that call. There was nobody around those two. It right. was those two. Everybody in the stadium, everybody on TV saw the hit. So why isn't it called in the field? Because sure. I'm going to tell you, why. The, other, the flip side of that is how come every time there's a long play, we don't get a booth-initiated review of a hold? Sure. Because yeah, you're, you're changing the course of the game. That's right. Was that called on the field at first, or did they stop it and go up to the booth for that? On that on that targeting hit, what I saw was it was a booth booth initiated. They so they stopped the game to go up to the booth to look at that. Wow. Or I mean the booth the booth called down. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah and they yeah. stopped it for that. No I, I'm 99 percent sure there was no flag thrown. Yeah I'm not sure I was. I don't think there was, and it it, it said on their booth initiated uh, replays with the. So do you have a problem with the penalty? Or the effects of the penalty. In other words, the kid, both, both. I have kid, a, I, the kid getting ejected from the mainly, from the game. I don't have a problem with that turning into a first down, right? If that's what they felt like was really the pro, was really the the right thing, the right call. I definitely have a problem with the game suspension. Yeah, I think that is they unbelievably need, crazy. They need to do away with it. Just got to. They've got to. You want to do a quarter? Fine. I think that's stupid. I do too. I think that you just need to call it a penalty. Uh, maybe two in a game gets you tossed. Sure. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. That's kind of like a, a guy playing with four fouls. Yeah, or, or two technicals in a basketball That's game. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, I, I have a problem with the way it's called because, to me, he didn't – he did not potentially injure that player's head. Mm-hmm. Sure, he got, the, he got a shot in the ribs. Yeah. Could have got a shot in the ribs with anything. Right. Shoulder – knee but also uh fields had spun a little bit mm-hmm. 
that's where I really get ma- ma- upset about the calls is how often they're called when a player was getting tackled by another player and spun into it. Uh, a receiver makes a move, and that move causes the head to hit head to head. It takes two people to tango. Well, and, it, and the game is so fast, and, and everybody's moving at such a high rate of speed. Yeah. It just takes a, a, a fraction of a second for the angle to change, and you can't do anything about that. Nothing. He'd already initiated his move to make the tackle. He could not help that Fields had rotated. Yeah. I mean, everybody's like, well, he led with the crown of his helmet. His head was down. I get that, but he, he would have hit him with his shoulder if Fields would have right. spun. So, it's no different than, than – the quarterback throwing the ball after a guy's in the air, him hitting the quarterback and saying, flag. Yeah. Well, the rule is, if he's already in the plays, that's just continuation. Sure. So why would it not be equivalent? I, they, they need to really take a hard look at it. They really do. I wouldn't care so much if it wasn't having such an impact on the – I'm not saying that game would have been different, the, 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 the end score. Mm-hmm. But several times we've seen it's played major impacts on games. Yeah. I mean, we saw it when Arkansas lost yeah. uh, Catalan that game. I mean, when you lose a player of that caliber, just like Catalan is, he's the leader of our defense, and Skowski is the leader of that defense, without a doubt. You take yeah. you take that guy off the field, it changes not only your talent level, but it, it yeah. changes your, your attitude. You know, you don't have your leader out there. I mean, it just changes a bunch of things about the game. And, and they even said with him in the game, they've given up 12 points a game on average with him out 32. Wow. Hmm. That's the difference. It is. Against, now you're talking about against one of the best teams in the country. Yeah. So you think, you said earlier you think Ohio State's going to get Alabama to run? Uh, yeah. I, 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 if I had to pick the game, I would pick Alabama to win it. But I will not be shocked if that if it doesn't happen that way. Because I'm going to tell you, last time those two played – I felt the same way. I felt like Alabama was going to roll them up. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't. I just don't I, I just don't see anybody stopping this Alabama offense. I don't. I mean, they're so dynamic and so good from from so many different aspects. And I, and they say Waddle may play. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I hadn't heard that. I, I don't know that I've ever seen a a group with as much talent, special skill guys. Right. I mean, that receiver. He's different level. Smith and that yeah. right. And then you got Harris. Mm-hmm. And then also Jones. Yeah. That's a tandem right there. Well, I mean. Or not a tandem, but a trio, I guess. And you can make the argument that those three players are playing the very best at their position of anybody in the country. And they're on the same. Well, thing. it's like this: two of them is up for the Heisman, <laughs> and the other one's the best running back in the country. Right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I agree with you on the offense. I don't know that anybody can stop them. I, I think they might slow them down because I mean, you saw what they did to Clemson. Sure. I mean, Clemson's not used to being held to twenty-one points. Yeah. Uh, but also, I would have thought Clemson's defense was better than Alabama's. I did. Yeah. I, I, that surprised me how easy yeah. Ohio State kind of marched through them. It ought to be a good one. So, round ball. Yeah. Hogs. Yep. Take it. Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, so last week was a little bit of an up and down for the Hogs oh, on man. the court. You know, we go to Auburn, a good Auburn team that had been playing well. Um, beat them on the road at 97-85. No taste, scored 21. 19 of those being in the second half. Kind of carried us to the win. Very excited about that win. 1-0 in conference. Got Missouri coming into <laughs> Bud Walton, man. 
fixing to be two and zero, oh and <sighs> laid an egg, son. We did, and you know you. Every time you, you you say, well, we didn't play good, somebody's always going to say, well, the other team had something to do with that. And they did, but we shot 26%. Man, I, listen, somebody put a lid on our goal. I mean, that's all <laughs> there is to it. Because they didn't shoot well. No, Missouri didn't. No, I mean, it was an ugly basketball yeah, game. Yeah, it was. And, uh, so, and know, it was close till probably 10 minutes or so, yeah. eight minutes or so left the game. Yeah. Lost to Missouri at home, 81-68, you know, Tillman – Without Justin Smith being in the ball game, he just dominated us down in the paint, you know. Hey, I, I said this. I think I said this to y'all yesterday. We were at lunch. That kid just walked around with his head in the air, looking for an alley oop the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> just, I think he just looked up the whole game, waiting for the ball <laughs> to pop up. Oh, yeah. he was he was throwing it down hard. Yeah. So you know, I think I think we'll bounce back from this from this loss. I you know what drives me crazy is I get on Twitter and social media after the game and. The sky's falling. Like, we got a fire muscleman. He's a terrible coach. Left these kids in when he knew they weren't on. Yeah. And, and you know, he's never going to get it done at Arkansas. We're terrible. I mean, like, just. Yeah, it's crazy. It is insane. I was like, oh, just pump the brakes a little yeah. bit, people. I mean, we're going to be fine. Guess what? Tennessee lost to Alabama the same day. Yeah. You think people in Tennessee are going, well, crap, our team sucks now. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just. It, it blows my mind, some of these people. But anyway, uh, back at it this week. Uh, tomorrow night, Arkansas goes to Tennessee, the number 19 in the yeah, country. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough I mean, we ha- we've had the toughest stretch right out the gate in conference. No, Absolutely. No and, doubt. And we lose. We lose. I tell you, well, if we had Justin Smith in that game against Missouri, I don't know that we'd have won, but it would have been a different game. It would have been a totally different because, game. Just because of the physicality down That's low. right. That's you right. You know, and I heard what I hear. He's out three to six weeks. Yeah, he had surgery. Man, that went from a, a bruise. Yeah, to he had surgery yesterday, and we won't see him till three to six weeks. Man, I hate that. That's that's tough. Yeah. Uh, that's going to play a problem for us in the future uh, without having some meat. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you, as much as I like Vanover, he's soft, very soft, very. And and if if he can't shoot. He's of no use. He's not. He's not getting twenty rebounds. He's not getting ten blocks a game either. No. So if he can, if he can't score down low, if he can't, if he's not shooting well, and, and he's getting pushed around, we so, may have to go to Ethan Henderson. Well, I was going to say you're going to have to have guys like Henderson step yeah. up because Henderson is athletic. He's physical. Uh, he can play that role. He's just going to have to. He's going to have to step his game up. And it may be what we may be seeing the difference in the SEC. Just physicality wise. Oh, there's no doubt. Because you, you you looked at Vanover first few games, everybody thought this kid he's he's our he's the the change of this of this team. He's the reason we're doing so well. well and he was actually hitting shots. Those he games. was, <laughs> he was. But it's just the the cal- I won't say the caliber of athlete, but the the physicality of the SEC athlete. You saw it in the Georgia Cincinnati game. That's right. It's like man, Cincinnati's playing some ball, and then you see. One of their DBs make a play on a receiver that literally looks down at him. Just towers over. Just huge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's the difference in the conference. Yeah. So Arkansas this week, uh, tomorrow goes to Tennessee. Arkansas is nine and one, one and one in conference. Tennessee is seven and one, one and one in conference. Uh, Moses Moody still leading the team in scoring, averaging 16.9 a game and 6.1 rebounds. Tennessee's led by, um, junior guard Victor Bailey, a 6'4. Um, junior, like I said, he's averaging 13 points a game. Tennessee's averaging, as a team, they're averaging 77 points a game, Junk, and only giving up 55. 
So let me tell you, Rick Barnes is doing some impressive things because they lost some studs. They did to the draft. They did, <laughs> and and then just they reloaded. Yeah, and you think Texas is upset that they got rid of him? Oh, man, <laughs> it's just so Texas. You know, let's get rid of somebody. Well, I don't know. You know, they who was after him? Shaka Smart. Was Shaka the first one right after him? I don't know. He kind of he kind of went down there and was a dud. Mm-hmm. But he was so good before. Yeah. So I just – that's a tough place to coach, man. It is. A lot of pressure. Lots of pressure. And then uh, after Tennessee, I guess the ninth, we got Georgia at home. And Georgia's playing some good b- basketball right now. They're 7-1, and 0-1 oh, in conference. They lost to Mississippi State the other night. They're averaging 80 points a game, only giving up 67. What's impressive about Georgia – now, granted, they haven't played just a no. really tough non-conference no. schedule, but – They've got six kids averaging over ten points a game, and that—that's, you know, that says a lot about the the bench, mm-hmm. and then also about your future, right? Because there's a good chance I hadn't looked, but there's a good chance not very many of those kids are going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but I, I really believe that we're better than Georgia. Yeah, that we've played some of the similar opponents, even the smaller ones. Mm-hmm. You know, even like Mississippi Valley State, UCA, and and the scores are not close. Right. I mean, where they win by ten, we win by thirty. I just think we're better than them. Uh, Tennessee, you know, will be. You know, I'm not gonna say we can't win that game. It's gonna be at Tennessee. Be tough. But uh, I, I, you know, if we get beat by fifteen, that doesn't make me go home and want to hang my head. Right. And you 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 heard Musman talk. I mean, he was very frustrated after the game. Not 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 only did he get tossed and got to watch the last few minutes from the showers, but um, he was just frustrated by the, I think the effort, the focus. Of course, he was frustrated with our shooting percentage, but who wouldn't be? Um, but you you said you'd heard earlier that he he made a comment about shot selection. Yeah, he said, and for the first time in five years, I'm going to have to coach shot selection. Yeah, he said last year. We took a lot of bad shots because we had Isaiah because Isaiah Cho took bad shots and and Mason Jones took bad shots, and they hit them at a high mark. <laughs> so like, he wasn't really he wasn't saying that they were doing bad. He was just saying they could get away with it. It's like one of those no no don't 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 shoot yet. Yeah. Oh good shot. shot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Whereas now he's like you know you know when Connor, he's a great pure shooter. When you've missed a couple three. That don't mean shoot your way out of it today. Well, and you know that's tough too because I, I played for a coach in high school that that was really big on shot selection. And if you get to the point to where you're you're not free willing to shoot and you're hesitant, then you can't shoot at your best. It's what this is what I feel like. Mm-hmm. And so it, there's a fine line there between you know choosing what what shot a guy can take and what shot he can't take. Well, I, I think also scores. Have a score mentality. When they get the ball, they're thinking about scoring, and they feel like if they miss ten in a row, they think the eleventh is going, going in. Yeah, yeah. But there's a difference in taking advantage of an open shot. That's right. And getting the ball at half court and thinking, "I'm going to score." Sure, no doubt. And I think that's probably what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. But no, the, t- no, Tay takes some shots oh, that man. you're just like. Ugh. Desi, too. Yeah, I mean, Desi does. The thing about this year, Desi's made a lot of them. Yeah. Where in last year, you know, he made, he made when he was missing, he was missing those bad ones. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, if we can split this week, um, I, I don't know. You're the one that picked them to win like 20, 21. 27 games, right? 
So what we got? We had not. So we've got seventeen games left. Yep. We've won nine. Nine and one. So we need to win twelve of the seventeen for yep. me to get my twenty-one. So we can split this week. You'll be fine, right? I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got how many can I lose? You got five. Yeah. And still be. I mean, we lose to Tennessee. I mean, Kentucky's. Very beatable. Very beatable. Yep. Who else is going to be tough? LSU might be tough. Yeah. Bama could be tough. They can be, but they yeah. played bad this year too. Um, you know, one thing we got to take into consideration too, which is probably a lot a reason for a lot of that frustration you were talking about that Musselman had. We got a bunch of kids. We do, and they're going to make kid decisions. And 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 well, you just look how they looked against Auburn, and if that team would have played, uh. Abilene, we'd have won by 40. Right. And it's just kids being kids. Sure, sure. All right, let's talk a little bit about high school hoops. My man Junk over here went to work this weekend. Yeah, man. And uh, put a lot of time and effort into uh, making a spreadsheet with all the teams in the state of Arkansas. Their um, their records broke down by conference. It's pretty impressive. Well, it's nice to have the info, and it's hard to get in Arkansas because – there's just not much coverage. And so what we have an opportunity to do is to inform people. Uh, you could really lull some people to sleep by going through and, and talking about everybody's record. But you can also have it available for sure. people to see and then also hit the high points. Yeah, and you've, tw- and, and you've tweeted that out this week and, yeah. you, and also put it on our Facebook page. Right, so we've got our top ten for, that we've picked for each classification. I don't know anybody. I, I've not seen another top ten anywhere. Yeah, I don't know that there is one. Uh, and then, and then you know, we can talk about a little bit why those were picked that way. Sure. Because uh, I've got a few notes for them. So, uh, just run, let's, you want to just run through them real quick? Yeah. Let's uh, okay. Take so, us through. so we'll start with a. Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of small schools. A lot of people may not really get into podcasts. You know, as as some of the closer areas, bigger schools like right. Little Rock. But uh, but there's some impressive basketball teams, and there's always been back when in the old B days, no doubt. Uh, and what's funny is you'll see some of these schools where somebody like a football school, like Greenbrier, might be like, that's a bad example. Let's <laughs> say uh, North Little Rock might be four and zero. Yeah, where the new school is twenty three and two. Yeah. That's right. Because they've been playing basketball. And they don't for, play football. And they don't play football. Yeah. And what's also interesting is you typically wouldn't match up a, I don't know, what's a what's a small town uh, football, Mineral Springs, since that's where I'm from. Mineral Springs and play Bryant. Yeah. Uh, Can't do that in football. No, you couldn't <laughs> take Mineral Springs against the worst team in 6-7-8. That's right. But you can take these – a schools, some of these basketball teams, and they can go up to Fayetteville and win. They can, and they, you know, yeah, that's it's right. impressive. So, so just real quick, so on the on the ladies in in Class A, Viola, they're fourteen and two. Uh, Mount Vernon and Nola, close to us here, they're twelve and two. Uh, Emerson eight and two. Kirby five and four. Westside ten and four. Washita nine and one. Norfolk nine and five. Clarendon four zero. Uh, Brinkley five and one. And Strong three and one. Yeah. Um, you know, Viola, they they lost they lost two games, right? They lost by five to Farmington, which is a really good team, a good team yeah. who has at least two girls who've signed to play right. at the next level, a bigger team, and then yeah, they lost by one to Jonesboro. 
Dang. And this is a team that, I mean, you know how many people's involved with? I don't, but it can't be many. <laughs> right. You know, and so uh, Mount Vernon and Ola, they lost by two to Bigelow, uh, that, but they beat uh, they beat Pangburn, Valley Springs, Wonderview. They beat a lot of good teams. Uh, I was trying to find one that's beat a beat a bigger name team. We could probably find that over here on the girl on the guys side, but but so let's move to guys. So so Viles and this is another thing we mentioned. You mentioned this last yeah. week where a lot of times the boys and girls will, will both be good, right? And so Viles boys are are seventeen and two. They're number one in our in our class A. Uh, West Side ten and three, Nevada County seven and three, Izzard County twelve and three, the new school twenty three and two. Pretty impressive. It is Dermot. Dermot. Uh, Dermot is uh, eight and four. Bradley nine and one. Bradley's had a good basketball team for years. Right. Uh, so is Kirby. Kirby's three and four. County Line nine and four, and Bradford ten and five. Uh, but uh, so the new school. You know, they've played teams like Springdale and Harbor. Right. Um, Viola, they beat they beat Farmington on the boys' side, lost to Bentonville by six. So there's a lot of good wow. basketball in, in, in the smaller schools. That's impressive to see a, a 1A school go to one of the largest schools in the state in Bentonville. I mean, he, they played them within six points. Yeah. That's it's, impressive. It's, it's incredible. Uh, there was one I was going to You know, there's – one conference of note, um, if you'll look at, at that one, uh, at one, two, one, eight, two. Yeah. You got Viola, Izzard County, and Westside all in that same conference. And then Ozark and Ozark Catholic, or no, no, no I see what you're, yeah. And then Concord seven and two. Yeah. So that, that conference right there will be fun as, as we get into oh, the meet Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Royal special. That's a, that's a town that they, they used to have a, a pretty good basketball team. Right. Um, so let's move to two. Okay. So two A. This is the old Mineral Springs. Actually, I think they're one A now. But when I was growing up, it was it was two. And and the reason I wanted to mention them is because we Caddo Hills is who I've got number one in the boys. Okay. And growing up, man, Mineral Springs and Caddo Hills would play, and Caddo Hills could shoot out of the gym. I mean, they could shoot the lights, burning nets. Oh, up. and their girls were the same way. The yeah. guys and girls, girls won state a couple times and had some some girls go on to play pretty high level basketball. But uh, Caddo Hills, their boys, they're fifteen and two. They've won some big games. Uh, let me find them here. They'll be down here on seven, I believe. Yep, they're seven. So they lost. They lost to Hot Springs by five and Fountain Lake by five. Yeah. Uh, but then they beat uh, Bismarck by thirty three and Malvern by eighteen. Wow. You know, bigger schools. Uh, they're they're number one. Junction City number two. Uh, you know, they just got done playing football, right. so they're just now getting started. Uh, but they've got uh, they've got a good team. You know they beat Gurdon by twenty two. Here's what impressed me about them is there is the the numbers is Star City twenty three, Hamburg thirty two. That's a big school. Wow. And then Gurdon again by twenty two. So I think it's early four and zero, oh, but right. I think they're going to be pretty impressive. Uh, Lee's three and one, Tuckerman eleven and five, Akron who always has a good basketball team. They're eleven and two. Lavaca, Mountainburg, Flippin, Bearden, and White County Central to finish up. Uh, Flippin's thirteen and four, uh, pretty good record yeah. there. And then on the girls' side, Melbourne's nine and zero. Uh, Melbourne's won. Uh, there was a girl I was friends with in college, and that's been you know almost twenty years that she was from Melbourne. They got the uh, donkey basketball up there at Melbourne. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. I've never seen it. I've always wanted to. I believe. Don't they do that guy? 
Or have they, they done they, they used to. Okay. I don't know that they still do. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Melbourne, uh, you know, their football team, Coach McCarn, yeah, that I played against in high school, his daughter is a heck of a player for Melbourne. Well, let me tell you about Melbourne's girls. Yeah. We were talking about small schools playing up. They're 9-0. and They beat Valonia by 10. Wow. Good 5A school. <laughs> Very oh, it good. gets better. Don't worry. They beat Van Buren by 16. They beat Northside by six. Maybe the best school in the state of Arkansas. Are you serious? That's where Jersey Puffenbarger plays. Oh, I know. Who, yeah, I can't and, believe uh, that. Beat Marion by 16. And this this is a town about like Guy. You know, maybe equipment. Equipment, maybe. Yeah, probably yeah. equipment. And uh, they're putting out these kind of basketball players. Of course, these kids have played basketball since they can walk. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Tuckerman's right behind them at 12-1. and one. Uh, Their only game is they lost to Batesville. Yeah. Who's got a good? good they good lost a nine, team. and I think I'm pretty sure we'll get to. I'm pretty sure Basement <clears throat> girls are undefeated. Yeah, uh, but they've beat a lot of good teams. Um, Fordyce, they're seven and zero. Barmaduke, twelve and three. Here's another one that's got one every year. Rector, Desark, they're seven and zero. Their girls are usually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Parker's Chapel, Mansfield, Salem, and Akron to finish out the the two A. So we move to three A. And, you know, we talked about this last week, but we're just now getting into conference play. And so a lot of these rankings and these conferences will start start making more sense and start coming into more light as we play more conference ball games and we play some more common opponents. So, you know, some of our these top ten rankings are just just purely what we feel and, and, yeah. and how we think they and should be ranked. I, so. And I think there's a good chance you could flip-flop a lot of these. That's right. And you'll know, like you said, we're really going to know after this week. Yeah. I'm, Conference really starts this week. I, mean, I got questioned by my wife last night about <laughs> the Greenbrier ranking. I'm like, are you serious? Like, she didn't we, like, we just posted these. She didn't like me putting them up there, did she? <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a game tonight. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. That's going to be a game. Uh, 3A. You know, you've talked about Painburn uh, being pretty good. Mm-hmm. I've got him at number two just because Mayflower's eight and zero. And the boys. And the boy, yeah. Yep. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, on the men's side, the boys' side. So you got Mayflower eight and zero, Painburn thirteen and four, uh, Waldron's eleven and four, Dumas five and one, Manila. There's another one eight and three, uh, and then Bergman's fourteen and three, and then to finish out, Osceola Corning, Valley Springs, and Central West Helena. Well, Bergman, you flip over, they're they're on the other side too on the girls' side as well. They're number one at nineteen and one. Wow, it's impressive. Yeah, I was gonna look through here because I think they played a couple of pretty big games. I was gonna hit on something real quick yeah, on, go the, ahead. on the boys' side. You know, you look down at the at that Mayflower bunch who's eight and oh, who we got ranked top in the state and in that classification and they beat a beat a really good Valonia boys team, beat them by one, beat Jesseville by nine and Baptist Prep by five. This Mayflower bunch can play. Yes. They're good. Yeah, they're go. They're they're real good. Uh, we were talking about. I, I mentioned Bergman on the girls' side, so they lost to West Side by one, uh, but but they beat they beat Berryville. Yeah, who's one of the best in the state, um, and then they beat uh, Pangburn and Heritage. I mean, Heritage is what a six A school. There's, well, yeah, basketball is six A. Yeah, every other sport is seven A. Right, right. <laughs> So Dover's behind them at ten and zero. Good, good basketball team there. And this is the ladies we're talking about. Ashdown's nine and one. They're good. Costa mm-hmm. uh, River. There's a school. I believe that is. I think that's at Cove. Okay. Used to be Van Cove. Yeah. They always had really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good girls teams. I think that's them. I played with a boy Actually, from Van Cove. 
It's either that or a Washita. We'll just say it's them. <laughs> Let's go with so, it. Uh, Clinton's next. They're four and one. Or no, no, Clinton's eleven and two. Sorry. Then Elkins is four and one. Uh, Valley Springs, Lamar, uh, Hoxie, and Mountain View. Uh, let me see if I can find Lamar here because they they are uh, down the five three a five at the bottom of the page. Yes. There. So they beat Shallow Christians girls, who is in my opinion the best in the state in four a. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. It is. They beat them by seven. Uh, so we'll move on to uh, to four a. We'll start with the girls. Shallow Christian, number one. They're ten and two. Uh, they've just got a they've got a really good uh, basketball program for the girls. They, they, and and that's not new, right? You know they beat Morton. Uh, they beat Robinson. You know they, they, Springdale. Wow. Springdale's got a pretty good girls team this yeah. year. Um, so. From there, you go number two is Nashville. They're eleven and two. Nashville's down there in seven. Uh, that seven, I, I would think, yeah, that four a seven, the SEC. <laughs> That's just in football. Though. Uh, Farmington's eight and two. That we mentioned, they've got a couple girls that are big time. Uh, Walton's five and three. P Ridge ten and three. Uh, Mina Star City Harrison, uh, which we saw them scrimmage Greenbrier pretty good. Uh, Ozark and Gravit. Before we jump over to the boys' side, this this is just something that that just drives me crazy, and I All right. I don't know I don't know how if there's a way around it, I don't know what the reasoning is behind <laughs> it. But you look through that top ten of girls' teams in the four A, mm-hmm. and you see teams like Farmington, you see teams like Moralton, P Ridge, Harrison, all those teams play five A football, right? And it's just so confusing and, and hard to keep right. up with that they play in a totally different conference in basketball and baseball than they do in football. And I just I, – I don't understand. I don't get it either because those are teams that we play right. at Greenbrier. And I'm not sure that they're in the wrong place at or, 4A. Or we are. I'm Well, you look at who we're playing and how small you – know, Greenbrier's not a big town. Okay, so this will really blow your mind. And we'll, we'll move on after this. I'm sorry I got us off track, but – I, we were looking at the numbers, enrollment numbers yesterday for the next cycle, yeah. which, which will cycle in 22. Yeah. Greenbrier is the top 5A school in the state for the next cycle in enrollment. That's 9th through 12th. We're the top 5A school in enrollment in the state. Size? For, yes, for the, for the next cycle. Huh. That's just student enrollment. That's all it goes by. Is it just because of all the surrounding communities? I don't know if that is just – Cause you, I mean, the population sign. Yeah, population's not there when you no. compare it to like Harrison, and, right. and places like that. But yeah, I mean, we're, there's a chance. I mean, if we keep growing like we we're going to go six, we could jump to six A pretty soon. Oh, Greenwood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we used to have them. And we were so glad to see them go. Yes, no. And doubt. they used to be four, didn't they? Uh, maybe didn't they jump pretty quick? Well, I think that was back when five A was your biggest class. Ah, okay, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay, okay. <laughs> so on the boys' side, uh, oh, we already mentioned the boys. No, we did three. Sorry, we didn't do four A boys. Yeah, four A boys. I just forgot to flip. Carl, I forgot to flip my page, man. <laughs> you look so happy down there. <laughs> you look so interested. <laughs> I'm just watching uh, the girls. Greenbrier girls are getting ready to play right now. So. Oh. I wish I was there right now. Man, that's going to be a good game. Go, I'm going to try to catch it. That's, that's a good game. Go so at. sorry if I'm not in tune to you guys. So I'm going to have to watch it on my phone while I'm eating <laughs> at Fuji Steakhouse. 
I got a my oldest's birthday is today, so you know, as much as I'd like to go to the girls' game, I got to go feed my face instead. <laughs> so no shocker here on number one for number one in four A. Yeah, that's the Magnolia Panthers. Mm-hmm. Mm, man, they're good. Man, Six and zero. Oh. Just keep rolling. Uh, who have they played? They they beat somebody. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It doesn't. it doesn't. I think they could go play six set, uh, a and they just mow down whoever they put in front of them. And Darren Ford's good man. man he can play. special. Uh, Mills, I got them at number two, uh, four and one. Then Walton's four and three. They've got a razor back there. They do that Pinson kid. Um, he's a, he's a big boy too, isn't he? He's six six. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny because that's not that big in college, but sure is big when I'm looking at him. Right. <laughs> Monticello's 5-0. and They're in the same conference with Magnolia down there in the 7. Mm-hmm. Or, no, the 8, 4 8, eight. Uh, Be interested to see when those two match up, uh, the Billies. Uh, Darnell's 10-1. and Lonook 7-0. and Ozark is 10-2. and You know, that's a team there. They might be two or three in the state. Right. You know, a lot of these things could go either way. Sure. Berryville's 10-1. and Blyville's 12-2. and and then and then Southside's nine and zero. You look through there, and there's only one team with more than two losses. All right. So you know it could. A lot of this going to shake gonna up. Know, yeah, that's right. We're yeah. going to know a lot more this week. Right. So then we go to five A. Yep. Starts getting a little bit easier to kind of tell the difference. Not as many there's, teams. There's not as many teams. Yeah. That's right. Uh, on the boys' side, Parkview's five and one. That's old Scotty, isn't it? Yeah, Scotty's the head Scotty's, coach. Hey, Scotty Pippins or Scotty Pippins, Scotty uh, Thurman. Thurman's down there. Yeah, he's got the Patriots rolling. They're five and one. Uh, their only loss this year uh, North to North Little Rock, who yeah. is awfully good. Yeah, uh, Marion's five and zero. Oh. Sylvan's eight and two. They've had a couple of close losses. I think uh, Bryant beat them. Sylvan's got a heck of a player. They do. Yes, they do. Kid can go. Uh, they beat Morlton. Uh, I I, Morton's one of the teams I've got that's uh, oh that's right. We're, we're, they're they're a, they're conference down. They're for it. Yep, yep. So they beat that Morton team. Told you it was confusing. It is, man. <laughs> it is. Uh, Russellville six and uh three. Uh, Pine Bluffs two and two. Maumelle eight and two. There's a team there that's kind of shocking. Yeah. I mean they're good. They are. They're in a tough conference. They had a kid from they had I can't remember the kid's name off the top of my head. A really good guard moved from Morlton to Maumelle. Is that right? It's helped him a bunch. Christian seven and two. Uh Valonia seven and two. Valonia's got a good team. Mm-hmm. Uh I think Valonia did they they didn't beat I think they lost two Fayetteville, didn't they? I think yeah, they did. They lost to Fayetteville, but I thought they played Sylvan. Yeah, yeah. They beat they're one of the two teams that beat Sylvan. Yeah. So Valonia and Central are the two teams that beat Sylvan. You know how good Central is. Yeah. Uh, and then you got uh, Van Buren and Jonesboro to close out the top, the last two in, in top ten. And I believe I hadn't talked to his dad in, in a couple of weeks, but I think uh, I heard that Austin Myers from Bologna is going to be cleared to play here in the next week or so. So that'll help that bunch get him back. Yeah. Uh, on the girls' side, uh, Christian's nine and one. I, I think they're pretty pretty doggone good. They're good. They lost to Central by two. Um. But they beat, you know, I beat Pine Bluff by 36. They beat Mills by 71. Gosh, I'm <laughs> That's rough, man. That is, that's hard to take. Yeah. Uh, Bates was 10 and 0. You know, they're good. Bologna 10 and 1. They've got a good squad. You know, them and, and Christian was it two years ago, mm-hmm. battled it out. Uh, 
So Greenwood five and three. Yeah. Well, who? Let's look here. Who'd you say they lost to? They lost to Conway by four. Let me tell you, Conway's girls are. They're liable to win it all. Six A. Yeah. Uh, they lost by North, to Northside by two. The two best teams in six A. That's right. In our opinion. And then Bentonville by eight. Yeah. Another good one. Yeah. Uh, and they beat uh, they beat North Little Rock by twenty. So, so you got Greenwood at four at five and three, and then Greenbrier at five at ten and zero. Oh. And my wife's looking at it, she's like, we're 10 and 0. They're 5 and 3. Why are they ranked ahead of us? And I said, do you know who they lost to? I said, yeah. She said, it doesn't matter. They've got three losses. We've got zero. I said, well, I guess we'll find out tomorrow night who's better. Yeah, let me tell you something <laughs> else, too. You know who they beat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that Greenwood team has beat, uh, they beat Little Rock, North Little Rock by 20. They beat Bentonville by 10 and Fayetteville by 27. They're just good, man. They're and, good. And very well coached. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty salty. Um, so, uh, so Greenbrier is right behind him at five. Go Panthers! Come on, Panthers! We got to <laughs> beat them tonight. Uh, Jonesboro six, Lake Hamilton seven, Salem Springs eight, Sylvan is also in here. They're at nine, and then Nettleton's at ten. And then I, I, I've been hogging all this. Did you want to no, read some of this? No, no, this is your work, man. Well, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to just leave you out. I'm doing good, my man. Talk about some. Some players start calling you stats. Stats. Well, <laughs> I just read them. I don't know them. <laughs> um, on the girls' side, six A top conference. Don't have a seven in foot in ba- basketball. Right. I've got number one uh, North side, but it could easily be uh, Conway. Conway. Uh, North side, you know, Jersey Puffenbarger's there. She's a she's a hog commit. Uh, they were good. I believe they won it two years ago. She was a sophomore. I believe that's right. Yeah. And then last year, obviously, we didn't get to see the championship. Yeah. But were they going? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're nine and one. Their one loss was to Melbourne. That's just wild. I know it. That's wild. I love it. Uh, number two, Conway. Uh, they're eight and two. You know, they lost to Christian and they lost to DeSoto, which is that Texas mm-hmm. team. Uh, but they beat everybody else. Uh, Bentonville's three. Yeah. Uh, you know that was the team that uh, that lost to uh, to Greenwood, mm-hmm. and they're three and six eight. Yeah, uh, Rogers is four. North Little Rock, I got them at five. They're seven and three. Central's five and five. Harbors at seven. They're at two and three. I can't believe you put them in there. Uh, <laughs> you want me to tell it? Tell the story. I'm a little bit embarrassed because it hurt my feelings, Carl. <laughs> so I was looking for. Let me tell you, trying to find information on basketball in Arkansas in high school is. Real tough. And and I could not find any information on Harbor's basketball records, not on Twitter, not on their school's website. As far as you go to the website, Springdale Schools, it's like they don't even play sports. <laughs> so I made the mistake of tweeting Barstool Harbor. No one better. <laughs> but, you know, we've got a few of those Barstools yeah. that are friends of ours that, that – we are our our Twitter friends. I yeah. should say. Well, I mean, they, and they poke fun, but it's all yeah. in good fun, right? Well, so I'm asking for this information, and maybe they didn't understand, but I'm asking this information to talk about them, right, in a positive way. So I tweet, Barstool, Harbor, can you give me, uh, or what are your what are your uh, girls and boys records in basketball? I can't find any information anywhere. Let's just see. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
shocked when I saw the reply. Hey, Matt. Glad you're concerned about our record. Probably should be focused on watching your weight rather than our what <laughs> with a smiley face and two hamburgers. It's just wrong. So, Harbor Barstool Harbor, if you're listening, whatever you think I'm thinking about about you, it's worse. <laughs> so, because on the boys, I mean, you look at I saw one place that had them had the boys eight and two. Max Preps is 2-0. and oh. Really? I don't know. Sure. I'm going to tell you where I'm not going to find out. That's Barstool Harbor. <laughs> well, let me tell you who, if I see on the side of the road on fire, I will not pull over and assist. Barstool Harbor. <laughs> Problem is, you'll never know who it was. I know. That's the thing about yeah. it. I was like, you know, 10 years ago, I would have been like, oh, it's on. And I would have gone after him. So I started to, you know, we saw this in some of the stuff with football, like with Cooper. Yeah. And they, you know, they go, they dig, they do their homework. They, and they post pictures and stuff. And I was like, you know, I don't want my family's picture on Twitter. <laughs> talking about my wife and kids and, you know, because they'll try to dig you. Oh, they, they will. And so I was like, you know They're what? They're ruthless. I'm just going to let it go. Let it go, Maddie. Be a bigger man. Be a bigger man. Which apparently is why I got the comment. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Harbor is seven on the girls' side. You know, and the thing is, too, is that they're not affiliated with the school. Right. But it doesn't make me think any better of them. Uh, Bentonville West, they're eight. Uh, Bryant, nine. I think Bryant's got a pretty good girls' team. Yeah. And then Fayetteville, they're number 10. On the boys' side, this one could be interesting. And yeah. I think we're going to know a lot more this week, which we'll talk about some matchups in a second. But uh, North Little Rock's 4-0. They're number one. Fayetteville's number two at nine and two. Uh, Central's nine and three. Uh, number four is Bentonville at six and two. Bryant's two and oh. Of course, they just got done playing football. Uh, Harbor, I'm not sure. You know, they, they're either eight and two or two and oh, or somewhere <laughs> in the vicinity. Yeah. Uh, Bentonville West, they're seven and five. Springdale, seven and two. Northside, four and four. And then Rogers falling up at number 10 at three and two. Which is kind of funny. You end up with teams with not very good records, right? Because there's just not very many teams. Sure. Uh, you want to look at some? Yeah, very quickly. We can run. You can run through some of the the matchups. Matchups this week. Yeah. Uh, moving forward, this might be what we do instead of going through each. You know. Yeah. Because uh, it's easy to hit the top ten and hit the matchups. Right. But uh, just to kind of get a start. And, you know. and go ahead and talk about it real quick. You know, going forward, we've we've thought like we've always produce this on Tuesdays and record it on Tuesday night and then yeah. put it out on Wednesdays at noon. But uh, since that's falling kind of in the middle of, of the basketball week, we felt like it would be, be more beneficial uh, to the listeners to record on Sunday afternoon and then we'll we'll post it on Monday. And that way we can we can still talk about both games yeah. for the week. Because half the games we're going to talk about tonight, yeah. by the time this is released, had already we'll, happened. We'll, we'll, we'll have been played. Yeah. Uh, 6A on the ladies. We'll start, I'll go through all the ladies. Uh, just going to highlight a couple of big games uh, that will affect these records and possibly the top tens for the next week. Uh, tonight, Bryant plays Northside. 9-1 Northside, 7-2 Bryant. And then Thursday, uh, or, or Friday, I mean, uh, Central will play Northside. So those are two big games that Northside has this week. Yeah. It will really tell us whether they really are that number one team. Uh, and then Conway, uh Friday they'll play on the January eighth they'll play North Little Rock that's another big game. Big good game. Uh, Central, you know, we mentioned that they play uh, 
Northside Friday. Well, tonight they play North Little Rock, so they've got their hands full this week. Two two teams that are potentially ranked ahead of them. Where is that Conway North Little Rock game at? Is it at Conway? Conway, uh, yeah, yeah, it's at Conway. I'll try to catch that one. Yeah, Friday. that wouldn't be a bad one to see. Um, and then um, that's it for the girls because I mean they're just kind of flip flop, you know. Uh, the uh, on six A's five A uh, Christian, you know they'll play Benton Friday night. Seven and three Benton at Benton. Be a good ball game. Could be a good good game. Batesville plays tonight. They play Green County Tech, and and Green County Tech's eight and two. I believe that that team is playing up. I'm not sure. That might be a conference game. Yeah, it's close. Should be. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because in football, they're yeah, 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 they are. So yeah, that'll be a conference game. Uh, Valonia, they play Salem Springs tonight. They're eight and two. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if that'd be a good game. Uh, what I would call the game of the week probably in five A is tonight is, is Greenwood and Greenbrier. Yeah. Uh, 10 and 0 Greenbrier with, uh, five and three Greenwood. But as we said, five impressive wins and three tough losses. Yeah. Um, Jonesboro is going to play that Green County Tech game Friday or that team Friday. Uh, at Green County Tech, and then uh, Sylvan Hills and Benton play tonight at Benton. Benton's got a couple of big games this week, you yeah. know, with Little Rock Christian and then Sylvan, uh, or or uh, Sylvan tonight, and then Little Rock Christian Friday. So four uh, A Nashville, they're eleven and two. You know, we had them at number two in the state. Um, they're going to play an eight and zero Mina at Mina tonight. Be a good ball game yeah, there. Could be a good one. Yep. Uh, Farmington's going to go to Harrison uh, Friday night. That could be a real good game because uh, Harrison, pretty salty. They're six and zero. Moulton's going to go to Ozark Friday night. P Ridge, they're ten and three. They'll play at Gravit tonight, seven and two. Go down to three A. Bergman's going to play Valley Springs at home tonight. I believe this is a conference game. Uh, they're nineteen and one. Valley Springs is twelve and four. Uh, Ashdown playing at Center Point Friday, or no, playing home against Center Point Friday night. Uh, let's see, Costa River, wherever you are, maybe in Cove, uh, you're playing at Paris uh, Friday night. And then uh, 2A, Melbourne's playing at Salem tonight. That'll be the top two teams in that conference. Melbourne, of course, 9-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, Desarc at Carlisle tonight. And then Parker's Chapel at Fordyce Friday. Uh, go down to 1A. Viola Friday will go or will play Westside at home. That'll be a good one, That too. ought to be a real good game there. Uh, West Side's beat beat a couple of those top ten two way teams. May run up to West Side Friday. Is that Grisbury? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that might be, might be a good boys game yeah, too. It would be. That's right. That's right. You got two good yeah. boys and girls. Uh, Mount Vernon Enola. They'll play Wonderview Friday. Those are two close schools here, um, and, and both historically good programs. Uh, Kirby will be uh, playing a Washita Friday. Uh, that's a five and four Kirby team. Who I've got at number four. Uh, just because of their record or who they've played, and then uh, against the nine and one Washita team, and then strong finish. Uh, our last game will be strong at, at Dermot tonight. God, feels like there's a lot of, a lot of games. There is a lot of games. There's a lot of teams. There is. There is. That's why it took you seventy two hours to put all this together. I know it right. <laughs> I know it right. On the boys' side, there's some good games tonight. Uh, North Little Rock plays Central tonight. Mm. That's a big contest. Big contest. That might be for who's number one. Uh, Fayetteville, they're going to play Bentonville West tonight. Um, uh, another one that's a big one. Fayetteville's nine and two. That Bentonville West team, they're seven and five, but they're pretty salty. Yeah. Uh, 
Then the Central's also going to play Northside this week, so they've got a couple of big games. Um, West, we mentioned they'll play Fayetteville tonight, and they'll turn around and play Springdale Friday night for Springdale 7-2. and two. Yeah, this this 6A conference on, on both boys and girls will shape up pretty quick just because there's, That's what, right. 16, 16 teams, I think. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Parkview, they've got a big game Friday with Maumel. That's going to be a fun one. That yeah. might be a fun one to watch. It would be. At Maumel. Yeah. Uh, Russellville is going to play at Van Buren tonight. That'll be two probably even really evenly matched teams. Maumelle is going to play. You know, I circled this game. They're playing at BB tonight. I expect Maumelle to beat them, but yeah, you know, being at BB could See? be you know could be interesting. Uh, then they turn around, you know, play Parkview Friday night. So uh, Valonia is going to play at Alma tonight. Might be a good game. Valonia might be a little better, but uh, yeah. Alma's got a pretty good team. Uh, Van Buren's going to play Russellville tonight at home, and then Jonesboro's got Green County Tech on the road Friday. Two good, good basketball. That Green County Tech, you know, their boys and girls both have good records. Yeah. You know, that's the hard thing about this trying to pick a game in basketball. And you know, football we had, well, we had six conferences and we had six spotlight games of the week to yeah. choose from. <laughs> basketball, to, basketball, you could choose literally. You could choose out of forty games to go watch right. that are good ball games. That's right. That's right. And we may have to narrow this down to a couple just as for time moving forward, a couple per class. Uh, down in 4A, uh, Dardanelle's going to play Pottsville tonight, and then Morton's going to Ozark Friday. Uh, Mayflower 3A, you know, talk about that good Mayflower team. Mm-hmm. They play Lamar Friday night. Uh, probably going to gonna be successful, but Lamar's got a good team. They're scrappy. They are. Painburn playing Rosebud tonight. I'd like to watch that game. Uh, those are two schools that just uh, they're good at foot basketball. I mean, yeah. And uh, Bergman Valley Springs that's a big game. That one's tonight. Uh, moved down to two A. Caddo Hills really hadn't been tested very well this year, other than a couple of big losses. You know, bigger team losses. Uh, but they're going to play Blevins Friday night. Blevins got a pretty good ball team. Mm-hmm. Um, you go down Eureka, or I'm sorry, Flippin's going to play Eureka Springs. I didn't know Eureka Springs was a basketball place. I mean, they got a school. So if you, get, so if you got a school in Arkansas, you pretty you much play play basketball. One A uh, Viola is going to Ezard County. Two teams that are really good. Uh, West Side is going to play Guy Perkins tonight. Yeah, that could be a good game. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much you know new school. I, I forgot about them. They're going to play Friday night. They're going to play County Line at County Line. That one could be pretty good. Yeah. So awesome right. work, my man. Well, sorry to bore everybody with that. And like I say, next next week we'll try to kind of narrow it a little bit to where it's not so much just info with – I don't want it to be monotonous. Yeah. You well, know. Well, I mean, the thing about it is is, is we want to be a resource, you know, right. for people to, to listen to and, and find out exactly who's playing who. and want and, people to be able to hear about their school. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, you know, for some it might get a little monotonous, but uh, we'll narrow, narrow it down and, and try to – Focus a little bit more on on the best games of the week. So. We got some good people too that we're going to bring in for basketball. That's right. That's going to help some yeah. some good minds and and just guys that are are good radio guys. Yeah, I've got my uh, old head high school basketball coach Tommy Reed who coached at UCA. He's he's told me he'd come on and talk about high school sports and high school basketball. Yeah. So he'd be a good resource for yeah, us. Yeah, it would be excellent. Kevin Bohannon, you know, we talked to him some. He does. That's what he does. Yeah. You know, he, he he's on the buzz a lot. He's on. He's got his own you know podcast and the very knowledgeable. Yeah. So he's he's been gracious enough to to offer to come on. So awesome. We might even see if we can get old Scotty on sometime. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Talk about the shot. 
The shot. <laughs> the buzzer. Yeah. Well, Maddie. I think that's it, brother, unless you got anything else you no, want to talk I don't. about. I, you know, hopefully next week we'll have a little more info on some players. Yeah. You know, got some, you know, I, I'm I'm interested in seeing how, how Darren Ford does this year. I think he's uh, polarizing. Just his play is unreal. He's next level. He is. And then uh, that Nick Smith kid at, at, at uh, Sylvan. Yeah. And then, of course, Pinson, you know, Joseph Pinson over at Moulton. Uh, but there's a bunch of them, you there know. Is. There's just a, there's a bunch of good good athletes. You know, Arkansas's really been pumping out the basketball players. Yeah, and, and I've reached out to some guy. I reached out to a guy at AAA today. Uh, I'm supposed to talk to him tomorrow about getting some, um, maybe some resources to touch base with some of these coaches to see if we can't start getting some stats, and that'll that'll help us tremendously. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Do y'all want to update on the uh, girls' basketball game? Yeah. Dude, they are going up and down the court. They're going to need oxygen. That's the way our, the our girls play that way. My Every goodness. Like a so, so, right now, with uh looks like about halfway through the second quarter, Greenbrier's 23 and Green White, Greenwood is 21. Nice. So, it's a, it's a good one, man. man I'm sorry I haven't I haven't participated because I've been so locked in on, <laughs> on watching the, the girls, the Greenbrier girls basketball game. We I, didn't expect anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you're, John. You're about half locked in all the time. <laughs> Y'all are so good to me. For you, 50% is kind of like 100. <laughs> hey, real quick, before we jump off here, um, I was just going to talk about our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. Uh, here at uh, on February 11th at our office on 1100 Bob Courtway Drive in Conway, we're going to have a blood drive from 10 to 2. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, so it's we're really excited about it. Arkansas Blood Institute is going to team up with us, and uh, it's going to be a big deal. You know, it's, it's Heart Awareness Month in february yeah. so uh, we're gonna do a blood drive for anybody that wants to come by we're gonna give a, a drawing away for a male and a female if you donate blood and it's gonna be some nice prizes and then uh we're gonna have another drawing for anybody that wants to drop in and give us some referrals for to sell some insurance I, yeah because that is what we do, is what we do. <laughs> or actually my boss our boss claims we don't but it wants us to yeah there are, there are days that we, i mean there's days i do you know it's like i showed up today at about eleven thirty, and jeremy's like what are you doing i said well it's lunchtime so i came to work <laughs> and i have a podcast tonight yeah, yeah. he says so you are you gonna eat and leave i said no i got a podcast <laughs> But, yeah, if you can, if you're around the area uh, on February 11th in Conway, come on by and, and, and donate to a good cause. That's awesome, man. I, I, I'm, that's that's a great thing. Yeah. Especially right now, man. So many people in the hospital. That's right. It's unreal. Uh, you know, I had uh, – today I got my first – I don't remember getting a vaccination since. I might have got – I got a tetanus if you call that a vaccination. I guess it is. But, uh, you know, rather than a tetanus shot, maybe since I was a kid, I've never had a flu shot. Sure. I got two shots today. I got a flu shot and a, and a pneumonia shot. A pneumonia shot. I, Carl, I feel like I could go find somebody. <laughs> I feel like I'm just like. I'm glad you feel good. I'm unbeatable. Like I'm just like I've got a shield of protection. <laughs> well, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in and joining us. Uh, we'll be back again next week, except catch us on Monday at yeah. noon. So. Yeah. So if uh, if you didn't fall asleep tonight during the my reading of the stats, <laughs> get ready Monday. It'll be better. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us. Have a good night. You've been listening to Between the Mats. 
your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox. Produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.